dude, I'm excited. I know. What, so what, like the ultimate girl strip, because this is what, four? Yes. So yeah. what, had they asked you to do other ones before this? No. So this was the first, um, the first one that they had asked me to do. And it was interesting because, um, you know, whenever your phone rings and it's Andy Cohen, you're like, oh dear, I think what's this about? <laughs> you know, like you never know what direction this is going right? to go trouble with something or you know I mean you just never know and so right. I was like hello I was like what's up and um and he was really sweet on the phone and I and he was like what do you think I'm calling for and I was like I honestly I've no like I literally have no idea and I was like please don't tell me it's about housewives because I had heard some rumblings about housewives and some producers that still worked in there were telling me some stuff and so I was just like that's weird if he's calling about that and, um, and he's like, no, but it's about ultimate girl strip. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay, okay. I go keep talking, you know, like, <laughs> tell me what the details are about that. So, um, so yeah, he, he talked to me about it and I was like, wow, I was really happy with the details of, um, did he, what did he tell you other people that would be on it? Yeah, I did ask and he didn't tell me everybody, but he told me that Vicky from my cast would be on it. And I was like, okay, I was like, cool. I was like, you know, her and I, as far as I knew at that time, we were in a better, you know, we were fine. Right. And so I was like, okay, cool. I was like, that's awesome. And then I eventually found out through like talking to production. And then obviously, cause I'm friends with, you know, Brandy and Phaedra and a couple of the other girls, I found out like who was on the show. And so then we all, you know, started talking about, the fact that we were all going to be on the show together. So, um, so yeah. So then once I found out the cast, I was like, Oh, cool. Oh, and Camille, Camille and I are friends. Sorry. My eyelashes. Bothered. Oh, you and Camille are. Yeah. So sorry. This is so weird. This is like so annoying right now. I feel like my eyelash just went in my eye. Oh, that's the worst. You're right. Um, yeah. I just feel like it like poked down the opposite direction. I think I fixed it. Do um, you wear like that every day, by the way. God, no, no, no. no. No, no, I would die. If but I you do it yourself. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. So, um, no, I do this when, like, days like today, like, I knew that I was going to do this with you. So then I film other campaigns while I'm doing it. Because I'm, like, I'm a mom. Most days, I'm literally in no makeup and just sweats. Totally. I totally. Just, You're I'm, me. You're me. Yeah, you're all me. Oh my God. Yeah, like, I'm running around. Just, you're so cute because you're so beautiful. Like, Boy. But I run around. Um, just literally with no makeup and sweats. Like some people like see me and they're like, are you okay? Are you sick? <laughs> where's, the, where's the crew? I know. Where's the, where's the thing? Because like the thing is, is that I'm so blonde hair, blue eyed. Like I have to dye my eyebrows and I have to dye my eyelashes to even look like I have any sort of like <laughs> eyes. Like it's really funny. Like I really do look different without makeup and I'm not even mad about it. Like it's totally fine. Like I get it, but it is, it is funny because I do look a little different. But why? <laughs> I don't care and people are so used to seeing me like glammed up like this right. you see me without makeup they're like are you sick what's wrong <laughs> what? I don't care I'm really I'm, it's funny I'm actually really confident without makeup but people always think I'm not because they're just like you're always so glammed up and I'm like no I just I plan things out because you're a mom and you have to like have a very specific schedule to get everything totally. how did you wait how did you leave for eight days with Skylar like who were you nervous oh yes this was the first time that I have ever left her that long the longest I had left her was for two nights 
um, you know, Slade is the best dad in the whole world, like literally the best dad. And I knew he was going to be just fine with her. And they're really, really close. Like they have such a special bond, the two of them. So I knew it was going to be fine, but you know, I have my family and I have all my friends and everyone was like, you know, reaching out to Slade and being like, Hey, if you need anything, we're here. And then he went and visited some other friends of ours up in Fresno and that have kids and just loves Sky. So it was fine. It was well, totally- listen, even as great of dad as they are. Yeah. They're still dummies and it's not us. Oh, I know. I like, know. I would I'm... be shitting my, that was one thing I'd be shitting my pants. Forget the crazy housewives I'm flying halfway around the world to get drunk with and see around the clock. Yeah. Who the fuck, like, how are my kids going to be? That was hard. I'm not going to lie. That was definitely hard. I totally cried when I got in the car to, to get, to leave. Like when they first come and pick you up. I definitely cried in the car. I was not doing well. <laughs> I, and like, the thing is, is, you know, it's, it's good for her that she sees mommy going and working and like totally. you know, taking care of herself. And like, I had to remind myself of those things, but at the same time, like eight days is not like, that's not something I would typically do. Like a you lot. go for a weekend or whatever, like this weekend, actually we're going to Arizona with some friends and it's like, it's good to have those little couple days where you just get to recharge or whatever, but I've never spent eight days. And you got to remember, I think we filmed for seven days, but then we had travel days and then you miss a full day while you travel. Cause you're going to a completely oh, different right. So I want to say it was like a total of like 11 days, something like that. It was like an insane amount of time. And so, Slade did like, he, oh my God, my husband even would be like, dude, I don't know. Like that's a lot. I know. He well, crushed you know what? I mean, honestly, if it, it was too good of a deal to turn down, I know, I know it really was. I mean, you know, I mean, you're friends with Teresa. So like, I mean, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, like this is just really good money for the family and whatnot. And it's only really, when you look at it 10 to 11 days and you're, it's just, it was a good opportunity. So I was like, okay. And honestly, I don't know if I wouldn't have done it if it, if they weren't paying well. So Cause I don't, cause like, you know, even with housewives, like they've come back a couple of times and every time they call, I was just like, pay me $5 million. And they're like, are you serious? And I'm like, yep. Yeah, totally. I mean, well, listen, but to go through all that. And by the way, it's not just like, you have to plan, like, what are the, the food that didn't, you yes. know, like, yes, takes forever. it really was. I think cause uh, Andy called me back in November and we left at the end of January and I was prepping ever since the end of November because the thing is, too, is they weren't, they didn't tell you what we were doing um, as far as filming and what kind of clothes you needed until kind of the last like couple of weeks right before we left. So at the last minute, I'm still running out trying to get things because you think, okay, I know what I'm going to get. And so you start kind of putting things together, whatever, and then it changes. And then you're having to like ship things or do things. And I had like a custom dress made by Michael Costello. So I just had like all these things that I was trying to plan. It was not going to okay. lie. It was a little bit of an undertaking and I'm kind of like a fashion girl. Like I love, you know, to look, you know, done yeah. this for, you know, the stuff that I do. So I really wanted everything to, to just, you know, look good. And so I put a lot of extra effort into it and it was, I was exhausted. <laughs> I mean, you're exhausted before you even freaking get there. Yes, literally just planning everything and packing everything. And I literally, I mean, it was funny. I think I had, you're going to die when I tell you this. I can't even believe I'm telling you this. Well, I think the show it on the show, but I had eight suitcases. <laughs> you had a suitcase for each day. No. And you know, the reason why, I mean, a lot of us ended up. No, I don't know what the reason would be, but please tell me. 
Um, well, okay. So here's the thing. The weather was really confusing out there. And actually when I ended up talking to a bunch of the other girls, like Phaedra had as many as I did, and she's my glam girl sister too. Um, but a lot of us had at least like most of us had, and I shouldn't say eight suitcases. I had, I think it was five suitcases and then three like bags that I brought on the plane with me, you know, like your bag had my hat bag and you know, all that stuff. But okay, so one suitcase alone was just coats because they said it gets down to like the 30s at night, 20s and 30s at night. But then during the day, they're like, we want you at the pool and we want you like going around in town. And and by the way, mind you, they told us we were filming probably three times during the day, three different scenes. So we had to change three different times during oh, the day. I, oh, I forgot and about that. So, so literally I counted it. I want to say it was like, I want to say it was like 27 different outfit changes that you had to have, something like that. It was some astronomical number. And you can't forget too, that you bring stuff. And then let's say that day you wake up and you just feel like crap in that dress, you're bloated or something. And you're right, like, totally. that too. it's like, you kind of have to have some, a couple backup options. So it was a lot of stuff because, you know, you got to remember you're filming an entire season, if you will, in eight you days. Are. So so when we were, when all of us were talking to production, they, they were so cool because they didn't make us feel bad about having a lot of stuff because you're literally, you know, well, you're- they, they, listen, they also probably assume that you crazy bitches are going to come oh, fully totally. locked and loaded anyway. Totally. totally. So, wait, yeah. but you knew Phaedra and Brandy pre this? Yeah. So I knew, um, I knew Phaedra, I, Phaedra and I go way back. We've been really good friends for a while. She was at my baby shower. I mean, that's how much we like, you know, uh... Um, so I love her. I know she's like the best human ever. Phaedra is just amazing. And she's actually the reason she's kind of the reason, like she convinced me to like do the show. Cause I called her and I was like, okay, what's the real scoop? Cause her and I both kind of had a similar, um, situation mm -hmm. with housewives and just how everything went down and just, you know, just some of the stuff that happened there. So I knew she would be real with me. And so that was great. And then Brandy and I, like, we weren't like super close, but we definitely knew each other and hung out a couple times and, and had a friendship. Camille and I definitely did. Um, Caroline and I, like, obviously we didn't stay in touch after she left the show, but we did a lot of stuff together back in the day when we were both on the show for like advertising stuff, or we were in People Magazine together for a spread that we did. So like, I had spent time with her, right? the upfronts and all the stuff that we used to do back, back in the day. So I definitely knew her. Um, and had a relationship with her. Alex McCord, I didn't necessarily have like a, a relationship with her, but we had done uh, this fashion show thing a long time ago together. So like, I knew her, you know what I mean? Right. It's not yeah, yeah, like yeah. I never met her in my life. The only person that I did not know and didn't have a relationship with was Eva. And she turned out to be like my soul sister. We have her, the same birthday. We're Scorpio sisters. So like, I loved her. That's she was dope. So great. And so, she got along with everybody. I mean, she was Phaedra. Yeah. It was Brandy and her, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were like a little, oh, I, I know I can't ask too much, but like, I feel like you, Brandy, Eva, Phaedra were like this, like posse, like this crew. Yeah. You know, I mean, so then, and then there was Vicky. So she kind of came in with that crew to begin with, cause they were all on the season two, was it season two? Yeah. Season two, two together. So it was kind of like the four of them already had like a sisterhood from that show that they had already done. And then, um, 
I had a good friendship with Camille. So it kind of at the very beginning was a little bit like the two camps because they already had like rapport and a thing with each other. And then we were kind of like the new girls coming in. And so at first it felt a little divided, but then because I'm good friends with that, you know, most of those girls in the other camp, then, you know, I kind of was like on both, both not sides. You, but were, you, know you, I mean. were, you were swinging both ways, baby. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, basically, I mean, that's how I am in my real life, but right. we just kind of friends with everybody and get along with everybody. And you know, people have issues with each other. I'm like, okay, like that's your guy's issue. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't try to take on other people's stuff. How was it seeing Vicky again though? It had been a minute, right? Yeah, it had been a minute, but you know, honestly, I thought it was going to be really like no problem, totally cool and whatever, but like. <laughs> then you yeah. get back to reality. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> cameras turn on and things are said and you know. I mean, listen, I don't have an issue with Vicky. I, I, there's things, I, she still has issues back in the day from stuff that was 10 years ago on the show, which, you know, is kind of stupid to me, but whatever, what, you know, we hash it out and, um, and yeah, I mean, it will be interesting because we definitely have our moments on the show and, you know, I'm not a wallflower. Like I am definitely not going to sit back and allow somebody to say stuff I'm going to speak up for myself I mean that's who I've always been right um, but you know it's it's unfortunate because I feel like with her she just she loves to what I feel like is just belittle me and always talk down to me and always make me feel like you know anything that I say she's just like that's not true you're lying you're making that I'm like why would I make that up like it was just stupid things like we got in a fight about the fact that she said um well I probably can't even say it I'm not even allowed to say it but anyway yeah. so no I mean she, she just let it you know, go she says, she's, yeah she says stuff that I'm just like why would I like it's so easy to prove what I'm saying so why would I be making that up so it's just weird it's like it's it's too bad because I don't I didn't intend to have any issues with her but for whatever reason I I seem to seem to fluff her up a little bit <laughs> get her get her feathers ruffled I guess well, I feel like a lot of people do, though. You mean with me? No, with her. Like a lot. She just like. Yeah. <laughs> I ruffle a lot of people's feathers. I'm like, just my existence ruffles people's feathers. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> sometimes I feel like that. Um, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, Vicky's good TV. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you watch her and she just she definitely can have an issue with you know, the squirrel that walked by, <laughs> you know what Which I mean? I'm sure has probably happened at some yes. point as well. Yes, for sure. I mean, but were you like this with Slade? Like I'm so fucking done with housewives, everything like, no, no, no. You know, we for sure were done with housewives when, you know, when we left the show back in the day. And as I had mentioned, they had called a couple times, a couple throughout, you know, the seasons after that we were gone they had called a couple of times kind of to take our temperature and see where we were with things. And, you know, I've always said that I'm never going to say never because the second you say, I'll never go back. That's when like you end up, you know, getting an offer you can't refuse and then go back. And then everyone's like, you said you would never go back. Right, you know? So I've always had the mindset of never saying never. However, um, I don't, I think it would take a lot for me to, except coming back. And when I say a lot, I mean like a good enough financial offer that I feel like it's worth it. 
for just my sanity. And you know what I mean? Cause it really is just, unfortunately it's a very toxic environment. And a lot of people just don't realize like, I'm not, that's not my makeup. Like there's some girls on these shows that like, they really enjoy it. Like they get a kick out of it. It's fun for them to like be involved in just the crazy and the ugly and the toxicity. And for me, like I'm an empath and I just carry everything. And so I don't, I don't, I don't thrive in those environments. I thrive yeah. in environments that are about like lifting women up or whatever. So, um, so that was hard for me to, I mean, that was kind of like my decision with housewives for a while, but then when the ultimate girls trip came out, I was like, you know what, this might be something that I would consider because it's women from other franchises where, and I literally have relationships with so many women in the other franchises. And because you don't have this history and this ugliness, Holy. Stuff being, being brought up it's like for me I thought that would be a fun dynamic and not to say that there won't be you know issues with the other girls but I just think it would it would be for me a little refreshing not to have the same drama and the same bs being said holy and so that's why I considered it and when I talked to Slate about it I mean he was you know like always he's always hesitant because he just wants to make sure that it's not going to affect me you know right. in, in any negative way and and so he, of course, he was nervous at first, like, you know, when we were talking about it and making a decision and we kind of were going back and forth if we thought it was the right thing for us and our family. But at the end of the day, after I talked to Phaedra and after I, you know, had talked to a couple of the girls, like I mentioned, I was like, okay, you know what? This sounds like this could be a fun experience, something different. I mean, for goodness sakes, we get to go travel to Morocco. I know, and I know. You know, so I, listen, I, I feel so blessed and I know that like, I'm so lucky to be able to go travel like that and get paid to, you know, be on a show like that. Like, listen, I'm so grateful for that opportunity. I'm so grateful that the network and Andy thought of me to, to be one of their, you know, whatever they call us, the all-stars on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a compliment, you know? It's so. a, I mean, it's awesome. And I'm sure most would, it's just like, I feel like. I almost was thinking about you. Like, is it weird I'm asking about you and Slade? And is it weird that like you guys are still together in my mind because of how much yeah. shit you guys went through? Yeah, we went through a lot. Yeah. You know, it's funny because we've been together now 14 years. And it was funny um, because when we left the show, everyone was just like, oh, the relationship's fake. It's just made for TV, da, da, da. And when you actually look back and you see all of the women that were accusing Slade and I of those things, all of them are now out of the relationships that they happen to be in at the time, why they were like saying that about us. Um, you know, I mean, even right down to Alexis and Jim, like they were, you know, the Christian together right. for life couple and they didn't even survive. So it's interesting to see how, Everyone had so much to say about Slade and I, um, yet we're the ones that are still going strong and, you know, have a child together now and are still very happy after 14 years together. So go figure. Years. It's so crazy to say, like, I saw you guys get together on the show. Right. I know. Right. And I was such a baby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Okay. So how long has it been again since you've been so off? I was 31 when I started the show. And I think it's been now this year, I think it's going to be nine or 10 years since I was on the show. Really? That. Yeah. Yeah. That long? I left in 2013, maybe. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Yeah, can you believe that? Well, and here's the thing. I think that it doesn't feel like that because there was a couple appearances that I made on the show. And then like for many seasons, they were still talking about me and doing flashbacks. <laughs> so I think that there was still a lot of that, you know? Ten, nine, ten years, Gretchen. What was it that finally you guys were like, I mean, look what Slade, you, of course, but like Slade. Yeah. I don't know another guy that's been through the ringer. Yeah. He was as really much as Slade. He really was, he really, yeah. They just, that was kind of it for me. I mean, honestly, like there were so many things. I mean, when they were accusing me of, you know, having this like mad love affair with, when Jeff was sick and then they kept bringing it up. Oh my God, God. And it's like, at this point, I, you know, I had won a court case. I had taken this guy to court. I had proven my my innocence on that whole thing. Literally had a had a million dollar judgment against him now. I don't know why that that lighting goes off um a million dollar judgment against the guy and it's like I don't know it's just like what is it going to take for you guys to you know stop having this conversation you know um so that was frustrating but then um honestly I could just see it taking its toll on Slade yeah. and you know just all the things they were accusing him of and just being a deadbeat dad and all the stuff that was just so below the belt and it's like Anybody that has half a brain and could see who Slade was as a father the first couple seasons that he was on there with his boys, it's like you don't you don't overnight just to become a deadbeat dad. Like you're typically a deadbeat dad from the very beginning. You know what I mean? Like you aren't you don't just all of a sudden go, okay, now I don't want to be a dad. Holy, holy, you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Yeah, like you're an asshole and you're not there for your kids. So um, so that was really hard. And you know, with his son being sick and all that, like it just it was it was something that I did not, it was hard for me to see the girls coming after him because they no longer had anything to come after me for. So oh, then they started going after him and, you know, as the partner and someone that, you know, loves him, I, I hated seeing that and I didn't want that for him. And so, you know, there was a lot of reasons why we decided it wasn't best, um, you know, to stay on that. And, you know, we definitely had the conversation with production and, you know, we all came to the conclusion that it wasn't the right, uh, what do you call it? Vehicle anymore for, for us. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what do you think was like the hardest of like uh, you, all you've done because you had your good girlfriends, you know, you had friendships, you had Slade, you had Jeff, you know, the, the fighting with the girls, what do you think was the hardest of all? Like, I, not a lot of people can say, which I say to Trace too, like not a lot of people can say that they've been through what you've been through. Right, right. What, one, yeah. You've been through a lot of hard stuff. What do you think was like the hardest? Um, I would, I mean, listen, I, listen, I don't wish this on my worst enemy. I mean, you know, when you find out that you're, person you love has cancer yeah and it's you know acute leukemia which has a 15 percent survival rate and then you become their full-time caretaker and you're you know like I was like on the show I'm changing his pick and and it's his pick line where you know you're administering medicine and it's like if I didn't do that properly he could literally die like that was a huge responsibility on anybody and I was a 31 year old girl going through this. And it was like, um, to watch the person that you love just kind of disintegrate right in front of you and get so sick. And then, you know, obviously lose him, um, like I did. And it, it's on national television. Everybody's watching every little thing that you're doing as you're like, you know, 
helping him fight for his life. And, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but when I got asked to do the show, I, I said, no, like, I didn't want any, I didn't want to do it. Like Slade was the one that recommended me and Jeff for the show. I said, no, I didn't want anything to do with it. Slade was? Yeah. Because Slade was on the show with Joe. With Joe. Yeah. And so they had left the show to do their own spinoff show, which was called date my ex. And they wanted somebody to kind of replace um, Joe and him. And so he was like, Oh, my, my friend Gretchen and Jeff would be perfect. And so he was like, you should do the show. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm like, you're smoking crack. I'm not doing that show. Like that is not what I want to do. It's not my cup of tea. No. And, um, of course this is how it always works. You know, production, when you say no, they want you even more. Right. Of course. And so they kept calling, they kept calling. And I just kept kind of ignoring and kept saying no. And then, um, and then eventually Jeff is actually the one that asked me to consider it because he said, you know, honey, he's like every day right now is about uh, the cancer and is about doctors and hospitals and doing all this stuff. And he's like, I think it'd be really fun for us to do something different. And he, what he said to me, it was really kind of funny. He's like, I want to have, I want to be able to say to the doctor, no, I have to, like, this is for Gretchen's job. We have to travel here or do this. Cause like the oh. doctor would always say like, no, you shouldn't be traveling. You shouldn't do this. And so he made that joke of like, no, I want to like have an excuse of why I need to like have to go do things or whatever. So, um, cause I think he was just so sick of, you know, just the hospital and sickness and yeah. So, and I think too, you know, looking back, I think maybe he knew that there was a high possibility he wasn't going to make it through that. And I think he wanted me to have something of my own that not that I didn't, because I, a lot of people don't know this, but I was a very successful real estate agent even before. I, well, that's how I met Jeff. I actually sold him his home. And, um, I was a very successful real estate agent as a 23 year old girl. I was in the top 7% internationally for Coble Banker. Damn. That was the fight that I got in with Vicky. Cause she said I was making that up. But anyways, um, <laughs> so I did really, really well for myself, but the show didn't ever want to show that they wanted to show that I was like this gold digger, just, you know, dating Jeff, you know, for money or whatever. And it's like, ugh it it didn't it didn't stick well because the very next season you see me doing exactly what I've always done which is be an entrepreneur and take care of myself and totally. do well for myself so um but that's kind of the you know caricature that they wanted to make it look like with me which I get because you know a lot of people here in Orange County that's a lot of what you see and so that's what they wanted it to look like but um but so they didn't show any of my background and any of, you know, what I had done and what I had accomplished on my own. Um, Were you ever like, fuck off? Like, that's not me. Why are you setting oh this? Oh gosh, like, I was so upset. Like, I was really upset. Like, I remember I was so naive and they knew this about me. Like, they loved me because, so Jeff was from Michigan and so he owned, he was part owner in a jewelry store out in Michigan. And so when they found that out, they're like, oh, we would love for Jeff to take you into the jewelry store. And like, you know, you'd show us around and da, da, da. So this is my very first, like, not my very first scene, but like my very first scene, like of Jeff and I together, like in his hometown, da, 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 da. And they're, they're like, will you go around in the jewelry store and point out the pieces that you love in the jewelry store? So I'm just thinking like, oh yeah, it's his jewelry store. And I'm going to point out the pieces that are really beautiful. Like, oh babe, this is a really pretty piece. Da, da. Well, they made it look like I was like, they didn't say that he was part owner in the jewelry store. We're just going shopping with daddy. Yeah. yeah. And they made it look like I was like, I went this and I went this and I went this. And this was like literally the opening scene of me 
on the show. And I just remember watching it and my heart just sank. And I was like, oh my God, like they just like totally bamboozled me. <laughs> and you have no, like you, there's no, like you, it's not like you can call editing and be like, yo, editing. No. And it was just, it was really disheartening for me because you know, like, look, I'm not naive to the fact that we, you know, we're 20 years apart in age. And, you know, unfortunately, he did look a lot older because he was so sick and frail and all of that. So, like, I get it. I'm not naive to that. But I also feel like, I, I don't know. Oh, I just I I feel it. like it was a little, it just was a bummer. But here's the good news. The good news is that the audience saw right through it. And the audience was like, look, we can see how much you love this man. No, right. no young girl is going to stick around and be somebody's full-time caretaker. And, you know, be, and here's the other thing. My relationship with his children proved a lot too, who I'm still good friends with to this day. Oh, like, you know, nice. when his daughter was out here for our baby shower, you know what I mean? So it's like, and she comes and visits Sky. So it's like the fact that, you know, just they were trying to tell a, a narrative that was not matching up with what the reality was so that was hard for me and it was hard for my friends and my family who really knew me and knew you know the love that Jeff and I had for each other and all of that but you know what at the same time it is reality tv and you have to know that when you sign the document it says they can you know manipulate and do whatever, do whatever they, they want, want. but yeah. were you at some point where you like no this like I don't like how you made me look oh, I don't yeah I'm oh, done yeah. Yeah, I was, I felt that every year, <laughs> but you're under contract. So it's like, you can't necessarily just walk away um, because, you know, there's liabilities and they, of course, say that to you and let you know that. And um, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was hard. It was, it was really hard. I was really frustrated a lot of the time because I felt like they just definitely wanted to show a certain narrative, but um, but here's the good news. And here's what I know for sure is that you can't film somebody that much and not at some point, see the true essence of who right. you are as a person. And I really do believe, and, and I felt that from the audience, I received the message that like overall people know that I really am a good person with a good heart that, you know, it was not a gold digger that really loved Jeff. They've seen me since then do nothing but completely take care of myself and, build the empire that I did and do the things that I, you know, have created. So right. I think that anything that they attempted to do uh, didn't really stick, you know? Well, I remember there was like a scene that you were like sitting in the parking lot outside the hospital. Yeah. And you're like, I've just been in there all day. And it was yeah. like real close. Like your hair's in a ponytail. It's like, I've literally yeah. been in the hospital all day. Yeah. I mean, and that was my reality most days. I mean, most days I, we, we lived here in uh, Newport and the hospital was up in Duarte, which was a 90 minute drive. Oy. So most days I was back and forth and, and I, and there was many nights I spent the night in the hospital, but I had three dogs. And so, well, at the time I only had two, but, um, but I had to come home and take care of the dogs. So like, you know, I couldn't just leave my dogs here by themselves either. So it was a very tumultuous time in my life. It was a very hard, you know, nine months, um, with him and, you know, but that's what you do when you love somebody, you, you stay there. And I was there with him to his very last breath. Thank you so much for listening to side piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at side piece show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W at Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.